Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek David Brooks to learn more about an article he wrote this week. Hi, Dave. Hi, Sarah. So, you got to play with the controls in one of the city's plow trucks this week. You called it a cross between a video game controller and a stick shift for octopuses. Octopi? Octopi? I don't know. Yeah, um, I didn't actually get to play with it. They didn't let me touch it. I just got to sort of look at it and have it explained to me. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, well, what the heck. So They're not fools. So what were you doing with that? Well, I was uh, there because I was actually doing a story about road salt. Um, exciting. Which is obviously this time of year we wash it off our cars frequently. And so I was just interested in sort of the, the, the chemistry and technology around it. And um, so I went and talked to uh, the state, I'm sorry, I talked to the city about, you know, what they use, uh, the, the mix they use of magnesium chloride and, and how they spread it, how the calculations they have. Turns out the, the, the road crews, they got 17 of these trucks that are, can be up to 60,000 pounds when they're fully loaded. They're, these are plow trucks as well as uh, spreading the salt mix. And they have this this four by five decision matrix that uh, the drivers have to use to decide on how much of the stuff to put down. It can be some from about 100 to about 250 pounds per lane mile. And it depends on what the air temperature is. It depends on what the temperature of the road is. It depends on whether it's raining now or it has been raining, it has been snowing. And it it's, it's really surprisingly complicated considering you have to do it in this massive machine for 16 hours at a time. They have 16-hour shifts during a heavy storm and with everybody yelling at you because we all yell at plow trucks. <laughs> so you say this is a classic case of unintended consequences? Yeah, so, yeah. So New Hampshire... Um, so far as I've been able to tell, New Hampshire was actually the first state to uh, require widespread salt uses on roads back in the 40s. Um, and so basically, you know, I think it's been known for many, many centuries, probably millennia, that you know, you can use salt. So you can use various kinds of salt to to make ice or snow melt. And what it does is the salt breaks up in ions and the charged uh, particles that basically make it harder for the floating water molecules to link together into crystals. And therefore, basically, it, it lowers the temperature at which the ice freezes. So normally water freezes at 32 degrees Fahrenheit. If you the right kind of salt's in it, it may not freeze until the temperature gets down to 20 degrees Fahrenheit. And some of the stuff, it doesn't freeze until the temperature gets down well below zero. So that's great. And then when we started having lots of cars and lots of roads and people were sliding all around the ice and they wanted to go faster, they said, well, we'll, we'll spread salt. And if the temp- unless the temperature is wicked low, the salt will, I'm sorry, the ice and the snow will melt again and everything will be fine. And so we started using a little bit of it, you know, a little bit more, a little bit more. And now we use, I mean, the city has several hundred tons of it just, just for Concord, just for Concord's roads, about 220 miles of roads. And the state has who knows how many. And there's millions and millions of tons of this stuff used every year all over the country. It doesn't go away. You know, the water, the snow melts. The weather comes nice. The salt is still there. And eventually it flows down into either our streams and rivers or even into our groundwater. And it's, um, there's about 40-some-odd water bodies that the state's Department of Environmental Services says have been, uh, uh, these are freshwater water bodies that have been affected enough by salt flowing in and, and accumulating over time that it's starting to affect, you know, bugs and, and 
animals and plants. Uh, salt, as we all know, can kill plants. It basically gets in the way of, of osmosis, so the plants can't take up water like they used to. So it's nasty stuff. And, you know, when we, when we spread a couple thousand pounds of it over the state in one winter, that was no problem. When we spread millions of pounds of it every year, it's getting to be a problem. You're, you're accumulated unintended consequences. So what are they doing about those consequences? Well, there's no, there's a big search on. They have, you know, road, road crew people, uh, Department of Public Works folks all over the country. They have at least, there's a, a national meeting every year. There's a New England meeting every year in which they get together and say, you know, what are you doing? Have you found any new chemicals? Have you found any new ways of processing it, you know, placing down brine, before, which is uh, less salty, before the storms can help, you know, doing this kind of plowing, that kind of plowing, and this schedule, that kind of schedule. Um, so they're, they're minimizing it, but you and I require, we get mad if the roads aren't wonderful five seconds after the snow has started falling, you know. Um, and so there's there's a limit what I can do. Nobody nobody's found this magic silver bullet way that you can make the roads as safe in the wintertime as they are in the summertime without doing environmental damage. And the question is, how much environmental damage are we willing to put up with? What can you and I do as drivers and as people uh, to help minimize it? Maybe, you know, don't go out. Don't expect the roads to be good. Cut our speeds way, way, way down. Um, all that stuff that they talk to us about all the time. You, you know, your mother told you when you learned to drive, right? Uh, so all that stuff is, is, is part of the environmental. And, and okay, at home. I want to take advice from my mother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody wants to take advice from your mother. Come on. Um, uh, at home, don't use that ice melt stuff you buy, which is basically nasty salt stuff. Don't heave it all over the sidewalk every time there's any ice, um, any storm. You can use uh, stuff that does, you can use a, a various grit things from, uh, Sand, uh, bird seed. I like that one because then the birds will come and eat it eventually in the spring. Because <laughs> the trouble with these greedy things are kind of messy, and they are messy. But you know, we're adults. You have to put up with problems if you don't want other problems. And and the problem of salt is a bad one. So we may have to put up with other things in order to compensate for it. Um, so so it's uh, it's as I say, there, there's no happy easy solution. But uh, such is life. All right. Well, thanks, Dave. You bet. You can learn more about the art of salting at ConcordMonitor.com, and you can see all of the Granite Geek columns and related stories at GraniteGeek.org. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes, and you can also subscribe to my free newsletter, weekly newsletter, at GraniteGeek.org. You can just stick your email address in it, and we'll send you the email on Thursdays, and we promise not to do anything nasty with your personal privacy data. The theme is Little Smartphone People by the Spidekicks.